Welcome to our Spiritual Spotlight series, where we explore the vast and mysterious world of spirituality. Whether you're seeking guidance on your spiritual journey, interested in learning more about different spiritual practices and beliefs, or simply looking for inspiration to deepen your connection with the divine, then this is a show just for you. Join us as we delve into topics such as mindfulness, meditation, manifestation, energy healing, and much more. Our aim is to provide a safe and inclusive space for all listeners to explore their spirituality and connect with like-minded individuals. So grab a cup of tea, get comfortable, and let's journey together on the path of spiritual awakening. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our episode of It's Me, Not You. Hello, Jake. Hello. Hello. Hi, Melissa. Hello. So for today's topic, we're going to talk about walking alongside a deity in your path. And I know this is something that is very near and dear to Jake. And Mm -hmm. it's also near and dear to Melissa and not as near and dear to Rachel. (laughs) I work with deities, but I'm not walking along the path with the deity. So Jake's deity is currently adjusting the camera. Yes, it's turning my whole world upside down over here. So Jake, um, let's talk about, because I know you're really good about like picking a deity, working one-on-one with that deity, kind of like Mm -hmm. having a solidified practice. Um, Mm -hmm. Talk us through that. Yeah. So um, let's see, where do I want to start? So I'll preface this with saying that in my personal work, I usually will work with one staple deity in my practice. That's just in general. Um, and then when I'm kind of working through other periods of my life or when I feel that I'm kind of resonating with a new mythology, I will sit with that deity and I will kind of come up with a practice or, for example, Kuan Yin was one that I was really working with very heavily for quite some time. Um, so I really took that step back to be very focused and very leading with intention in my practice. So I would redecorate my altar with decks that I felt resonated with Kuan Yin's frequency or with her message. Um, ones of compassion, ones of joy, being able to step out of the seriousness and just be able to giggle at things. Um, so I would really kind of set up everything in her vein. Um, and then when working with the deity or deciding to walk with them, um, I incorporate them into my just whole setup practice, right? So if I'm meditating just to find my baseline in the morning, I will use that deity to be the one that I'm connecting to. So I'll be like, okay, universe, spirit, um, Kuan Yin, I'm bringing you in, I'm giving you thanks. Um, I might give a little offering or whatever that might be. Um, and then I will be in that period of time, I'll be asking that deity for guidance. Um, so whether that be in my readings, my professional readings that I do, um, workshops, channeled messages, I will kind of have that deity as my point of contact. Um, <clears throat> and there's many times that I'll be approached by a deity who um, I will not feel guided to share that publicly um, or in a working space, which is totally fine. Um, and I think that's where a lot of the most profound deity work goes. Um, White Buffalo Calf Woman is... Um, who I really always walk through this life with. Um, And I will also say that there is a funny thing um, chatting with other practitioners or witches or magical people who work with certain deities. Uh, Over time, you really find that they kind of um, mannerisms shift and, and aesthetic appearance kind of shifts and really finds that it aligns itself with that deity that they walk with, which I think makes perfect sense. 
Um, but I always think it's really interesting. You can always really tell, you know, who um, works a lot with uh, Venus um, or who works a lot with um, Isis, for example. Um, practitioners who work with Isis will usually be very glamorous. The makeup is beautiful. The hair is beautiful. The fashion is very intensive. Um, so it's really interesting just to see how that dynamic shifts everything. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so working with deity for me, um, just the way that I am set up in this spooky life is a non-negotiable. Um, and it's, it's a heavy, it's involves a heavy amount of my practice. Um, now I'm rambling cause I'm getting all excited, but okay. yeah. How about you, Melissa? <laughs> so can you guess who mine is Rachel? My favorite one. Bridget. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, when she was talking about redoing her kitchen, all I could think about was Bridget, 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 it is. Bridget, 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 Bridget. <laughs> it is. I mean, that is, so for me, a deity is a teacher. That's mm-hmm. how I approach them. You know, I have God, my above, the angels and the deities are every other group that's a teacher. So the main one I do walk with is Bridget. And I like her because she's a bridge. She's a bridge from the old to the new. She was a Catholic saint and she was also a goddess like in pagan times. So we'll still, you know, we can't get into time. That could be a whole thing. But um And I like her because she's multifaceted. Um, She gives to people, she, but she also knows how to take care of herself. She can be fierce and she can be creative. She's a healer and she's a sword maker. Um, So I really try to lean into her for my daily things. And yeah, that is a big reason why I'm redoing my kitchen right now. My kitchen is the heart of my home. You know, we don't have a hearth. Like Bridget was the goddess of the hearth. So the hearth was the place where we used to make our foods, communities, families come together. Now that's our kitchen space. So that is really, but it's not red. I'm not doing red. It's blue. Um, and it's funny when Jake was talking about looking like them, I'm like, oh, my red hair. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> it's so interesting to find those like commonalities. Right? right. And then I think the rest of it really is different ones have shown up and then I discern, like, are they, are they good for me? And then I ask, you know, who are you? What are you here to teach me? And now it's gotten to the point where if I see, like, if I see St. Michael, I'm out. I don't Irish goodbye. I just, I just leave. Cause that just tells me get mm-hmm. out now. Mm-hmm. You know, if I see my, some of the Egyptians and I didn't study mythology. So the first time that I had this image of a peregrine falcon head with an eclipse of the moon in one eye and eclipse of a sun in the other. I was like, what the hell is this? And then I'm like, oh, that's Horus. <laughs> I didn't know. I am. I was, you know, I'm Catholic. Like I didn't know any of that stuff. So now whenever I see them, I know I cross over. Mm-hmm. I don't mix my pantheons. It's not like I'm working with Norse and with Egyptian at the same time. It's just that group. Like you said, Jake, mm-hmm. um, but they each have something different to teach me for what I'm going through, um, for what I need to do for others. And sometimes it's that energy for connecting with others, you know, with their mm. spirit guides that they come through to, again, be that bridge, but just in a different way. Mm-hmm. So if somebody's looking to maybe work <clears throat> with a deity, like what kind of recommendations do you have for them? Yeah. Um, I mean, all my go-to methods are usually if you feel that you are guided to work with a certain one, or let's just say that out of nowhere, you are finding a particular interest in 
maybe a specific deity or a certain region of the world. And then slowly but surely, you're kind of getting onto that pulse where like, oh, I have a feeling that I'm being pulled towards this mythology or this system here. Um, Let me take a look at that to find who I'm finding inspiration from. I always love to read stories. So whatever deity that I'm walking into, I will look up old anthropological um, stories, um, studies, or academic um, journals about a certain deity in the mythos. Um, Just because I feel like reading the story really does help you kind of connect and feel very aligned with that energy. Um, I also even love working with finding a stone that resonates with them. So if it's a color um, that the deity resonates with, finding a stone that maybe is that color that I feel represents that spirit for me and then i will carry it with me or i will meditate with it um or you know for folks who like to be a little bit more crafty you can always make an anointing oil um you there's several forums hundreds of thousands of forums online that you could look up or specific deities that witches have already went through and recommended the herbs that they're associated with things like that so you can make oils to feel connected with them anoint that or you can burn certain scents right um especially our uh greek and egyptian deities um the sense aromatherapy is such a big um staple in both of those myths right so mm-hmm. i find that those are really easy ways to get that into that space um or you might even find playing music um that aligns with that or um flowers yeah flowers music any of those things um portraits pictures i like to have artwork i've got several pieces of artwork of Quan yin of white buffalo calf woman um and several of the other deities that i've worked with um sometimes artwork or even finding a deck that resonates with them the Quan yin oracle um all kinds of different ones mm-hmm. so it's really just finding ways that you can find a physical grounding of the idea or of the metaphor of the deity and then really just kind of find what makes you feel connected what resonates with you it sounds like you don't have to reinvent the wheel you can kind of go online trust your you know use discernment and say okay i'm gonna get this oil i'm gonna get this image i'm gonna get this yeah um crafting something that makes you feel connected to them you know writing writing a letter to them or journaling about them listening to music and just channeling that spirit let them tell you their story Q&A with them, right? Um, Yeah, for me, I've got very specific staple ways to kind of feel connected, and it really does do the trick for me. Nice. And how about for you, Melissa? Any piece of advice that you have? Really the same. I mean, it's your personal relationship. What do you do with your best friend? Mm -hmm. How do you connect to the teachers that have meant the most in your life? Mm -hmm. Um, That's really what your what you're establishing it's conversation you know i have saint bridget's cross above my door um you, we, we i've talked about her book like a million times but i do the prayer over maggie's bed i you know for blessing your animals um and i really give a lot of sanctity to my hearth area like what's my home and my bridget has the flame of the heart mm-hmm. and for me that is my kitchen that is the heart of my home so mm-hmm. It's really, I'm putting energy into that right now because it's putting energy into that relationship with her and it's putting energy into healing my own heart. So you just have to do whatever you're called to. You don't have, if you don't have money for things, you don't have to do any of that. You can just go pick flowers. You can, you know, if they're, 
every deity has something that they're over. So whether it's a saint, whether it's a goddess, whether it's a god, whether it's an ascended master, they all have something that they're associated with. Maybe they're associated mm-hmm. with sunflowers. So just go hang out with sunflowers or a yellow flower in a field that reminds you of a sunflower. You know, it's it's bringing that practicality because if you get it to be like, well, if I have to do all these things, like that's never going to happen. That's not the point. Mm -hmm. The point is using what's with you, what's around you and knowing that you're not alone on your journey, knowing that there are angels, deities, things on the other side that are here to help you with your life path. And I know sometimes it can feel very alone, but that's why you have ones that walk with you. And even if you don't resonate that one's walking with you, you never, you never walk alone. I'm not being creepy. Mm-hmm. You just, you don't, you never walk alone. You never walk alone because us three are following you wherever you go. Right. <laughs> Have you ever um, found that a deity has appeared to you that you didn't want to work with? Mm-hmm. Not that I didn't want to work with, but that I didn't immediately appreciate. Mm right or that i might have had trepidation too and sometimes people who you know grew up in um western theology catholicism christianity things like that we might you might be a little bit more resistant um to some energies when they come through um whatever that might be um, or maybe out of a place of fear you might respond a certain way Mm -hmm. um like i know for um many years ago when i was approached by um lilith that was a really profound energy. And then shortly following that was um, the morning star, the fallen angel. Um, he was a very fascinating experience. Um, and then even even some interesting ones like Athena, I remember when she had approached. Um, and at that moment, I was doing a lot of work with Medusa in my bones, um, bone reading, not in my bones. Um, and so that was a really interesting. Yes, it was a very interesting, contradictory and I think that in a way, like interacting with all of these deities really helps you f- explore different parts of humanity, different parts of the life story, understanding perspectives, understanding pain, triumph, the hero's journey from another perspective. Um, yeah, it, it's really beautiful work. It, we could go on, you know, such a short episode does not do it justice, right? Um, I could do a TED talk on working with deity, but essentially it's, an opportunity for you to really grow um, mirroring another experience in this life, right? Um, An archetype, if you will. Um, And I think for some people, even if you don't necessarily feel like you're being approached by one or that you are gravitating towards a specific deity, maybe just start from ground zero and say, okay, do I have any heritage that connects me with a certain culture that I, that I want to kind of dive into that I want to explore further? Um, Or is there a, way of being that I want to lean into? Do I want to step into self-compassion and to love? Do I want to work with Venus in this time to really own my body, own my sexuality? Um, am I looking to work with um, Amaterasu, the Japanese god of the su- goddess of the sun? Um, do I need to work on self-esteem? Do I need to work on point of view, seeing the sunnier side, um, illuminating perspective? Um, take a look at, you know, the things that you maybe are feeling that you are missing out on or feeling that you would like to walk into, step into, um, and do some research, see who calls out to you. There's hundreds of deities for even just one specific thing. So I would encourage you to explore, see what resonates. You'll Mm -hmm. feel it when you know. 
And any last words, Melissa? Um, I just think it's when Jake said to study your own genealogy. So I was on my treadmill and I saw this guy missing an arm and he just pointed like he drew an up arrow. And I'm like, what is this? And then he said he was a sky deity. Okay. And it was, it was Tyr, which is Norse. And I'm like, I'm, but I'm Kel, I was until the Celtic. I'm like, I'm not Norse. And I heard, go do your DNA test. So I did my DNA test. Sure enough, there's this one whole spot of like that Northern sea that's just circled. So it's basically Viking DNA. So I was like, okay, whoops. Um, so kind of fun to explore on that. And, you know, Jake said too, I was raised, raised Catholic and have a lot of that faith. So when I did see a deity, it was Oshun. And I didn't mm. know who it was. And I looked it up and I'm like, oh my God, it's a voodoo one. I can't do this. I freaked out totally and just said, okay, you know, I am not ready for this. I don't want to do this. And it was fine. So I just wasn't at that point of openness or understanding to do it. So yeah, I guess just, just keep it simple. Understand that you know, mythology, deities, they're stories that help us get through experiences that we do and that we experience in our own lives. Mm -hmm. So I would focus on where are you having the most trouble? Well, it's with relationships. Well, what's the relationship with yourself as within, so without. Mm -hmm. So what is that and who, and, and where is it? Do you feel abandoned? Like, what is that part? And find one of them that resonate with that to help you heal it so that the things in your life become easier to move through. I love that. I like that's, that. That's beautiful. That's a good place to end it on. Thank you so much, Melissa. I love Thank that. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope that you found the episode to be enlightening and insightful. Our goal is to create content that not only entertains, but also helps you grow spiritually and connect with your inner self. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, we would greatly appreciate if you could take a moment to like, subscribe, and write a review. Your feedback is incredibly valuable to us and helps us to improve the quality of our content and to reach a wider audience. We believe that by sharing knowledge and insights about spirituality, we can help inspire positive change and personal growth. So if you found our podcast to be meaningful and informative, we encourage you to share it with your friends and family. Thank you once again for your support and for joining us on this journey of self-discovery and spiritual growth. We look forward to sharing more episodes with you in the future.